Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks podcast. This is your favorite sexy librarian, Rose Carraway. Yay, I am totally excited. It's finally available. Violet Blue's Sweet Danger, Erotic Stories of Forbidden Desire for Couples. So as promised, I'm going to hook you guys up with a tiny nibble from Sweet Danger. I picked this short story for you guys as a sample because it's not only written really, really well, but it delves into a particular kind of erotic, imaginative edge play that I personally enjoy reading, and it will also kind of give you guys an idea of what to expect from the other stories in Sweet Danger. Each one of these stories is going to take you to an erotic, nail-biting, edgy place that maybe you don't ordinarily seek out in real life with your husband, wife, or partner. But if you listen to my show regularly, then you will definitely love Sweet Danger. And it's going to get your adrenaline pumping, probably make your nipples hard, and even make you say, holy moly. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Friends by N.T. Morley. Are you excited to finally meet Gina? asked Brooke. Yeah, I said, not sounding very convincing. I'm sure you two will hit it off, said my wife, beaming broadly. There was the faintest hint of mischief in her look, and I wondered what was going on in her head. Then Gina walked off the plane, and my eyes went wide. Of course, I'd seen pictures of my wife's best friend from college. Early in our relationship, Brooke had subjected me to every last snapshot, leading me through her big books of photos in that way new girlfriends sometimes do. I'd seen pictures of Brooke and Gina frolicking on the beach, bikini-clad, grinning together at Disneyland, wearing mouse ears, and drinking fruit drinks together at frat parties. Through it all, I acknowledged in my own mind that Gina was attractive. But of course, I'd been much too polite to say that to my new girlfriend, who had later become my wife. Now, however, I couldn't disguise the shock and admiration that flooded me. It was all I could do to keep my tongue in my mouth. Gina was gorgeous. Some girls blossom after college, I guess. Her fine Italian features were framed by a magnificent mane of jet-black hair and punctuated with small horn-rimmed glasses that gave her the bookish look I find so sexy. With her, though, the look was more female executive than librarian. That fit with what I knew about Gina. She was an advertising analyst with an MBA, successful at her job, and dedicated enough that even at 28, she remained single. But what floored me wasn't just her beautiful face, full kissable lips, or the rich glow of her olive-tan skin. It was the way her body looked under that tight, flattering business suit, all executive chic. Gina was built, the curves of her large breasts and full hips providing such a contrast to Brooke's wispy, slender form and angular bone structure. Both were incredibly sexy, but I guess I was so surprised to see Gina looking like such a sex pot 
that I couldn't hide my sudden, unexpected attraction. Of course, Brooke and Gina had already planned my descent into depravity without giving me the details. Brooke had assured me that plenty of attention had been paid to my deepest fantasies. That probably added something to the sexual tension between us. See, said Brooke with a wicked smile, I knew you'd think she was hot. Bubby, shrieked Gina like a schoolgirl, using Brooke's college nickname. The two girls squealed as they rushed together, hugging excitedly. I couldn't help but notice the familiar way my wife let her hands rest on Gina's hips, nor the fact that they kissed on the lips more than once. You must be Bob, said Gina, extending her hand. Gina, I said, I've heard so much about you. Just the good stuff, I hope, said Gina. Brooke hugged her close and kissed Gina on the side of the face. With Gina, she cooed, there's only good stuff to tell. Stop, giggled Gina, and I reached for her bags. For the next three days, I was all but forgotten as Gina and Brooke shared recollections of their wild and crazy college days. They stayed up late drinking wine and giggling, and I found myself sleeping alone. Brooke had taken the week off work, and while I was gone during the day, the two of them cruised the city, which Gina had never visited before. Brooke showed Gina all of our favorite haunts, and by midweek, I was feeling vaguely neglected. Worse, though, Gina had proven to be pretty casual about making the house her own. She was sleeping on the couch, which created a few embarrassing moments. As I left for work early one morning, I saw that the blanket on the couch had slipped down below Gina's magnificent D-cup breasts, so different than Brooke's firm B-cups. I could see the outline of them clearly under the damp cotton sheets, her nipples firm and evident underneath. Her breasts moved up and down as she breathed softly in her sleep. I stopped dead in my tracks and stood there, staring, my cock stirring in my pants. After a minute of that, Gina opened her eyes. Hi, she said, her voice sexy and flirtatious. She didn't move to cover her breasts. I looked away nervously and said, good morning, rather crisply. Then I hurried out the apartment door. As I stole a glance back at Gina, I saw that she was watching me, a smile on those full, lush Italian lips. But nothing prepared me for what happened when I came home from work that Friday. As I walked in the front door of our apartment, leafing through a stack of bills from the mailbox, I stopped and listened. There was moaning coming from the bedroom. I recognized Brooke's moans right away. After all, I'd made her utter them often enough. And it didn't take long for me to figure out that the second set of whimpers, moans, and grunts belonged to Gina. I dropped the bills on the floor and walked softly to the door of the bedroom, which they'd left open. There, sprawled on the bed, were my wife and her old friend, stark naked, and locked passionately in a 69. Gina was on top, her gorgeous ass deliciously facing me. Her legs were spread wide around my wife's face, and Brooke was eagerly eating her old friend's pussy, while Gina humped just as eagerly up and down. Brooke's legs, too, were spread wide around Gina's face, and the old friend seemed to be giving as good as she got. Their hands roved all over each other's naked bodies, caressing as they ate each other out. 
The room reeked of sex, telling me they'd probably been at this all day. Their clothes lay scattered across the floor, as if they doffed them urgently, unable to wait to get each other into bed. Our bed. My wife was making love with a woman in our bed, right in front of my eyes. I felt my cock quickly grow hard until it throbbed painfully. My cock swelled as quickly as my anger. I don't know if I shifted or moved my feet, or if Brooke just sensed I was there, but she turned her head and looked back at me, her eyes wide in shock. Oh, God, she moaned. Bob. I pulled the bedroom door shut and turned to leave the apartment. Brooke caught up with me on the landing outside, still stark naked. She grabbed me and said, I'm so sorry, trying to embrace me. You're standing here naked like a whore, I growled, my anger rising as I saw my wife's body glistening with the sweat Gina had coaxed out of her, like a fucking whore. I, I'm sorry, said Brooke, reddening more deeply. She, she came on to me. I didn't mean for it to happen. I felt my anger flaring, exploding into flames. You bring a fucking slut into our house and then act surprised when she tumbles you into bed. Don't be a fucking idiot, Brooke. There's no need to be a bastard about it, snapped Brooke. She looked around, realizing that the neighbors could probably see her, standing there, naked. When you're ready to talk about this, come back in the house. She went back into the apartment. I chased after her and grabbed her shoulders from behind, pushing her onto the couch. She stumbled and fell, shrieking. Bob, you're being such a prick about this. It's really not that big a deal. Not that big a deal, is it? I could see Brooke's anger rising to match mine. Gina and I used to fool around in college, she said defensively. When she came on to me, I figured it wouldn't be a problem if I did it for old time's sake. I turned toward the bedroom, seeing Gina standing there in the doorway, her hands on the jam, her face twisted in a cruel smile. I let my eyes rove over her gorgeous body, admiring her full breasts with their firm nipples, now so erect from the passion of lovemaking. Her pussy was shaved smooth, her lips showing full and sex-swollen between her legs. There was a tattoo of a rose where her pubic hair had been shaved. Her face glistened with the juices of my wife's cunt. I could smell sex, rich and ripe, the scent suffusing the apartment. It's true, Bob. I came on to her. You shut up, I said, pointing my finger at her. If it's not a big deal, Brooke, then I'm going to fuck Gina, too. Brooke's eyes went wide. Wait, wait, don't be hasty, Bob. I... I'm not being hasty, I said, turning to Gina. What do you say, Gina? You want to save your best friend's marriage and spread those legs of yours? Gina smiled. In an instant, she said. Brooke tells me you've got a nice big cock. Come find out, I said, unbuckling my belt. Wait, wait, said Brooke. Gina, don't do this. Gina started toward me. When she put her arms around me, her naked body smelled moist and ripe with sweat. Brooke sat on the couch, stunned staring at us as Gina pressed her lips to mine and wrapped her fingers around the bulge in my pants. She turned to the seemingly horrified Brooke. It was only later I realized 
that if I'd been watching more closely, I might have caught the look that passed between them and Gina's wink. But at the moment, all I saw was Gina's naked body, her tits pressed to me, her hand curving around my cock. Don't worry, Brooke, said Gina. I have to do it, to save your marriage. Brooke's expression changed, going from horror and anger to pleasure. She smiled. All right, Bob, she said. Go ahead and fuck Gina. I'll watch. Brooke sat down on the couch, tucking her feet under her. Gina unbuttoned my pants and worked the zipper down over my hard cock. She dropped to her knees, pulling my cock out. The scent of the two women's naked bodies filled my nostrils. I was going to fuck Gina good, so good she'd scream. I was going to punish Brooke by making her watch me do Gina. It was a hateful thing to do, I knew, but my jealousy was driving me. Brooke got off the couch, put her arms around me, and kissed me fully on the lips. When her tongue slipped into my mouth, I could taste Gina's pussy, rich and tangy, on my wife's mouth. I'm sorry, Bob, said Brooke, when our lips separated. I tried to be good. I was kind of hoping you'd make a move on her so I wouldn't have to feel guilty about it. Please tell me you're not mad. I am, I said. At that moment, Gina's lips closed around the head of my cock and began to slide up and down the erect shaft. I gasped and moaned softly as Brooke took my hand in hers and placed it on top of Gina's bobbing head. The two women guided me to the couch and sat me down. As Gina repositioned herself between my legs, I reached down and took hold of those magnificent tits I'd been spending the whole week fantasizing about touching. Brooke put her hand on mine and guided one of my thumbs to Gina's nipple. As I pinched gently, her breathtaking face twisted in an expression of ecstasy, her nipples already sensitized from her long lovemaking session with my wife. Brooke began to kiss me hungrily, our tongues mingling as she reached down to wrap her fingers around the base of my cock while Gina sucked the head. Brooke unbuttoned my shirt and began to suckle my nipples. I lay back on the couch. I'm still mad, I said. Make it up to me. Oh, we will, said my wife, mischievously, sliding down my body and joining Gina between my legs. The two of them hungrily sucked on my cock. Gina licked her way to the top of my cockhead, swirling her tongue around the glands, while Brooke took my balls into her mouth and lavished affection on them with her tongue. Gina's skilled fingers moved their way up to my nipples and played with them as she sucked me. Ever since I'd seen Gina at the airport, I'd longed to see her magnificent, full lips wrapped around my hard shaft. Her big, beautiful eyes looked up at me as she sucked my cock, telling me with their sparkle that she was enjoying this even more than I was. Brooke came up for air from between my legs, leaving my balls sticky with her spittle as she massaged them with her hand. Come to bed with us, Bob, she cooed. We'll make it up to you, I promise. Gina took one hand and Brooke took the other, and the two of them led me into our bedroom. There's nothing like old friends, I decided, for keeping a marriage interesting. Gina and Brooke kissed and fondled me as they slipped off my clothes. They pushed me naked onto the bed, which was still damp with their lovemaking. 
Gina got between my legs and ran her full lips up and down my cock again, while Brooke settled down onto my face, leaning forward so she could enjoy my cock alongside her best friend. I greedily ate my wife's cunt. Brooke's moans mounted in volume with each stroke of my tongue on her pussy. She was gushing with arousal. I lapped up her juices as the two of them worked my cock. Soon, Brooke's hips were grinding in time with my thrusts, and I knew she was close to coming. Roll over, sighed Brooke, lifting herself off my face. Why? I asked. Brooke looked down at me and giggled. Just do it, she said. Gina's mouth came off my cock. I let them roll me onto my stomach. Brooke straddled my back. I felt her seize my wrists and push them into the black fabric straps I'd installed for the occasions when Brooke was in the mood for something kinky. I'd used them on her many times, strapping her spread-eagled on the bed before fucking her silly, but she'd never used them on me. Gina was giving my ankles the same treatment, and before I knew it, I was face down, my limbs spread, securely fastened. Hey, I said, weakly. You can't get at the good stuff if you tie me this way. Gina disappeared as Brooke slid down my body and began to kiss and nuzzle my neck, her legs spread around my ass. Oh, yes, we can, she said, seizing my hair. I could feel my cock throbbing against the sex-damp sheets, and it had just begun to dawn on me that I shouldn't have let these two women tie me up. Hey, I growled. I liked what we were doing before. Let me up. Gina was beside the bed, handing my wife a ball gag. I opened my mouth to protest, and Brooke used that moment to stuff the ball gag into my mouth. I tried to spit it out, but she got the strap around the back of my head and pulled the buckle tight. As I struggled against the bonds, it occurred to me that Gina had more than just the ball gag. I looked at her in horror. Gina was wearing a harness, into which she fitted a huge black dildo. I tried to scream a protest, but the ball gag prevented it. I'd done a good job of installing the straps. I was bound and helpless. I heard the big, heavy bed frame creaking as I pulled against it in protest. I watched as Brooke leaned forward and wrapped her lips around the head of Gina's strapped-on cock. Her mouth glided eagerly up and down the shaft, the way she'd sucked my cock just a moment ago, the way she'd sucked my cock so many nights in the past. Her lips came away from Gina's cock, and strings of spit stretched from her mouth to the head. I bought this especially so Gina could fuck me with it, said Brooke. But now I see she's got another task ahead of her. I'm never going to have the marriage I want, unless we teach you a lesson, Bob. Don't you agree? I screamed a desperate protest behind the gag, but it only came out as a pathetic, muffled groan. Gina looked down at me and smiled, pretty as a peach, her beautiful lips still glistening from my cock and my wife's pussy. Then, Brooke seized my hair and roughly pulled back my head. Gina slapped my face, hard, shocking me. Oh, she said. I like that. Her hand went to her cock and stroked it firmly. It makes my dick hard. Gina slapped me again, and I felt shame and humiliation wash over me. If they'd just take the gag out, 
I'd apologize for getting so angry. I'd beg Brooke to forgive me. Of course she could fool around with her old friend. I knew it didn't mean anything. I knew it was just for fun. But they didn't take the gag out, and Brooke made it quite clear she had no intention of forgiving me. Her hand tangled in my hair. She kept my head forced up. My face turned to Gina. Gina slapped me again, harder this time, and again, and again, harder, with the back of her hand, hitting me so hard my head spun. I felt sobs surging up in the back of my throat. Gina hit me again and again and again until I couldn't hold them down. My eyes filled with tears and sobs racked my body. The little bitch starts to cry, Gina said mockingly. He wasn't crying a minute ago when he told me I had to fuck him. Still want me to fuck you, Bob? Still want to make your wife's girlfriend put out for you? I couldn't answer. My eyes were blinded with tears, and my whole body shook from the sobs that assaulted me. Brooke held my hair while Gina slapped me again, 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 a dozen more times, harder each time as she wrenched my sobs out of me. I cried even harder when she pinched my cheeks between her thumb and forefinger, and Brooke yanked my head back again. Gina hovered over me, pursed her lips, and let a great string of spit slip out from between them. The spit hit me, warm and wet, right on my cheek. Then she hawked, pursed her lips again, and spat, harder this time, a thick glob striking the bridge of my nose and oozing down. Oh, maybe he thinks if he cries enough, I'll go back to sucking his dick. Do you think I should go back to sucking his dick, Brooke? Brooke laughed, pulling my head back even more roughly. She hawked and spat, a big glob covering my face. I sobbed hysterically, my crying reduced to pathetic whimpers by the big gag in my mouth. I think he's the one who needs to suck dick, she said. You shouldn't ever suck him again. I say we turn him into a cocksucker. Agreed, said Gina. He obviously needs it. With that, Brooke pulled the buckle of my ball gag and yanked it out of my mouth. I opened my mouth to scream, but before I could, the gag was replaced by Gina's cock. She shoved it into me so hard, I couldn't help but swallow it. When the head spread open the tight entrance to my throat, I gagged, my stomach seizing up. Brooke held my head tight so I couldn't move. Gina forced her cock into my throat, not even caring that I was gagging and choking around it, my throat spasming around her shaft as she fucked my face. Not much of a deep throater, is he? He'll learn, said Brooke. Gina mounted the bed, leaning against the headboard and spreading her legs so she could hunker down and pump her hips, properly fucking my throat open wide. Brooke let go of my hair and Gina seized it, keeping my head in the right position, throat stretched out and straightened, for her to fuck it. Brooke climbed off of me and I heard a drawer opening. Somehow, I knew what was coming. I heard the snap of a latex glove, the gurgling sound of lube being poured on it. The lube I used when I managed to talk Brooke into letting me fuck her in the ass. He's always been real big on anal sex, growled Brooke as she roughly pried open my cheeks, exposing my sensitive asshole. 
I let him put it in me there, now and then, just to shut him up. Let's show him what it's like, said Gina, fucking my face more roughly than ever. She pinched my nose so I couldn't breathe, and I felt my lungs burning and my head pounding as she controlled my breath, only letting me gasp for air in the moments when her cock slid out of my throat. Brooke slicked up her hand and I felt her fingers forcing their way into my ass. I squealed deep in my throat behind Gina's cock, but my wife wasn't interested in my protests. Look, the little piggy's still hard, she said, her free hand caressing my balls and stroking my shaft. He's always wanted me to make him my bitch. Isn't that right, Bob? Of course he has, Gina answered for me. Why do you think he's such an asshole all the time? He knew if he was enough of a dick, you'd finally snap. If he pushed hard enough, you'd eventually flip him. He's been waiting for it all these years, baby. Oh yeah, darling, sighed Brooke, stroking my cock. This is what you've always needed, isn't it? To be ass-fucked and raped in your throat. There was no answer possible, and Brooke didn't care. She was pumping her fingers deep into my ass, moving them in circles so my ass stretched wider with each stroke. That's two fingers, she said. Now let's try three. Think you can take it, Bob? Gina was still pinching my nose and fucking my throat. There was no chance of my giving an answer. All I could do was lie there as my wife forced three fingers into my tight ass, stretching me open. She added more lube and chuckled. I think this little pig is going to take more. He's lucky I've got small hands. Here's four, darling. Open wide. With that, Brooke roughly shoved four fingers into my ass. I felt my sphincter stretching. My ass opened wide by her hand. I struggled against the bonds, but with all four limbs tied and Gina deep in my throat, there was little I could do. I felt more lube being poured between my cheeks, and my ass stretched further as my wife began to fuck it roughly with her hand. Think I can get my fist in here? asked Brooke playfully. I don't know. He's pretty tight-assed. Oh, you can get it in there, laughed Gina, if you shove hard enough. I uttered a helpless groan of protest as I felt my ass stretching still more. Brooke forced her thumb into me, pointing her fingers just so, pumping in and out as she added still more lube, twisting her hand in rapidly widening circular motions as she forced my ass open. Get ready, darling, she cooed. You're about to become my fucking bitch. They say a man's never the same after he's been fucked in the ass. I bet it's even truer once he takes a fist in there. I squealed, and Gina pinched my nose harder, ramming her cock deep into my throat to shut me up. Brooke shoved, and I felt my asshole stretching, protesting, and then giving way. Her hand sank into me, and my whole body shuddered as I took her fist. I heard Brooke giggling, and Gina leaned over me so she could high-five Brooke's free hand. I felt lube splattering over my ass. Brooke pushed deeper into me, her fist filling me, sliding in, I thought, almost to the elbow. Sweet Jesus, said Brooke, stroking my cock. He's still hard. Think he deserves a hand job? asked Gina. Absolutely not. 
untie his hands. Gina's cock was still deep in my throat as she leaned over and pulled the buckles open. My hands hung limp, my arms stretched out to the side. I didn't move, afraid Brooke's hand in my ass would hurt me if I tried, and afraid the pleasure flowing through me would stop. I'd never been fucked in the ass before, I'd certainly never been fisted, and I'd never dreamed it could make my cock so fucking hard. I felt Brooke's hand against the head of my cock. She used her fingers to guide the tight stretch of a condom down my shaft. Beat off, darling, she said. Beat off with my fist in your ass. I didn't move, just lay there, not believing what was happening as Gina slowly eased her cock out until the head rested between my lips. I couldn't move. I was frozen. It was one thing to be violated by my wife, forced to take her fist in my ass. It was the worst thing I could ever have dreamed of, but for her to know how much I was loving it, to know that I could stroke myself to orgasm while I was being so brutally taken, that was even worse. Come on, Bob, Gina cooed. I know how much you love to stroke off. You think I don't know that you've been jerking off all week thinking about my tits? Come on, stroke it. Don't play hard to get, said Brooke. I know how much you love to jerk off. You think I don't know when you're doing it in the bathroom? When you sneak off to the garage and look at your hustlers? Come on, Bob. Give up. I know you want to come. Do it. My hand traveled slowly down my body and wrapped around my latex-sheathed cock. I moaned as I began to stroke it, and Brooke and Gina both laughed. Then they started fucking me, harder than before, more brutally than ever. Gina's hips forced her cock down my throat again, making me gag and choke, just as Brooke began to pound my ass, fucking her hand in and out of my asshole. It only lasted a few seconds, then I heard myself grunting rhythmically, my groans rendered staccato by the movement of the thick dildo in my throat. My cock pulsed and my entire body exploded with pleasure as I succumbed to the most intense orgasm of my life. My asshole clenched tight around my wife's fist as I came and came and came, filling the condom with what felt like gallons of cum. That's a good boy, said Brooke, easing her hand back. She gently worked her hand around until she could slide it out of my ass. I heard the snap of her glove, and Brooke tossed the discarded latex across the room. Gina pulled her cock out of my throat, and I gasped desperately for air, sobs attacking me again. Gina seized my hair and slapped my face again, harder, three times, four, half a dozen. It's no good crying, bitch, said Gina. We know you loved it. Gina came around the side of the bed as Brooke reached under me and gingerly unrolled the condom. I had thought my ordeal was over, but when Brooke climbed onto the bed in front of me, leaning against the headboard, I realized that it had just begun. Gina knelt behind me and guided the thick head of her cock to my fucked-open asshole. She drove into me so quickly that even my spread hole seized and clamped around it. But there was no resisting. Gina began to violently fuck my ass, just as my wife clamped her legs around my face. My arms still hung limp, untied at my sides. My legs, however, were bound to the bed, forcing me open wide. 
There was nothing I could do to respond to Gina's violent, hateful invasion of my asshole. Nothing, that is, except lift my hips and raise myself up to my knees, pushing myself onto her cock. Look, he's learned his lesson well, said Gina. He's a little ass bitch now. You can give it to him every night, and he'll fucking beg for it. It always happens, sighed Brooke, as she grabbed my hair and forced my head back. Once you ream them out, they're good little sluts for the rest of their lives. Now, eat, darling. I hadn't realized that she still had the condom. I thought she just didn't want me to make a mess when I came. But she had other things in mind. I realized as she forced the rubber ring of the condom's end between my lips and behind my teeth. She let go of my hair, roughly forced my mouth closed, and, deftly using one hand, rolled the condom like a tube of toothpaste. I tasted my own cum, felt it oozing into me, lukewarm goo from a rubber tube. I choked at first, not expecting the strong taste, but Brooke wouldn't take the condom away until she'd squeezed the last drop into my mouth. Swallow, dear. I swallowed, the taste overwhelming me and making even my cock-opened throat close tight. I managed to gulp it down with some difficulty, but as I finished, Gina slapped my ass hard, making me surge against her as she grabbed my hips and shoved me back onto her cock. He's fucking me, she laughed. Come on, bitch, fuck yourself onto my cock. She had my hips firmly between her hands, pulling me back to meet each thrust. I could have struggled now, I could have resisted, but I didn't. I let Gina's firm hands guide me up and down on her shaft. As I felt my cock stirring, getting hard again. Ready for another go? said Gina. I think he's more virile than you let on. With that, she slapped my balls, and I gasped as my wife grabbed my hair. I thought you said he didn't fuck you so good, said Gina. His cock's all right, she said. But men are so obsessed with their pricks. It's their tongues that they should learn to use better. Brooke shoved my face into her pussy and growled. Show me how much you love me, bitch. I began to tongue her cunt as Gina fucked my ass harder. She spanked my balls with every few thrusts, but even the seizing pain that rocketed through me with every rough blow on my nuts didn't stop my cock from pulsing to full erection. My tongue worked up and down as I suckled on my wife's clit, and she twisted her hand up tighter in my hair as she forced my face more roughly against her cunt. Her hips worked in time with my rhythm, and she began to moan as she neared her orgasm. I'm sorry, gasped Gina suddenly. I've got to fucking come. She got my ankles unstrapped in a moment, pushing me onto my side and twisting my lower body so she could get at my cock as I continued to eat Brooke's pussy. Gina wedged her thigh under my hip and straddled me, guiding my cock to her entrance. She slid onto my cock, her pussy wet and open as she leaned back, hanging partway off the bed. Her hand pressed tight against her clit, and she rubbed fervently as my hips began to grind. Brooke came loudly, moaning as she gripped my hair. I kept licking faster, just barely managing to coordinate my thrusts into Gina's pussy with my tongue against my wife's clit.
When Brooke shuddered all over and finished coming, she slipped out from under me and pushed me hard onto Gina. Gina squirmed underneath me until she was spread, missionary style, under my thrusting body, her hands still pushed between us, working her clit. Still quivering from her orgasm, Brooke curled up beside me and nuzzled the back of my neck as I pumped into Gina. Fuck her good, baby. I was close to coming, but Gina was even closer, and her hand came away from her clit just as she came, wrapping me in her arms and grabbing my ass to pull me roughly into her. I pounded faster and faster, feeling Gina's cunt tightening around my shaft as I thrust into it, and then she moaned loudly, the moan turning into a scream as her intense arousal drove her over the top. I went rigid as my second orgasm ripped through me. I came in Gina's pussy, clutching her tight as Brooke stroked her hand down my sweat-sticky back. When I'd finished coming, Brooke put her arms around both of us and kissed Gina hard on the lips. Gina was so ruined from her orgasm that she could barely respond. As my soft cock slipped out of her, she gasped. How's that for an anniversary celebration? asked Gina. As rough as you hoped? Rougher than I imagined it could be, I said, and everything I've ever wanted. Brooke's hand found my ass and gingerly stroked the tender, moist hole, still oozing lube. It's true, she said. There's nothing like old friends to keep a marriage interesting. You're lucky it's only five years, said Gina. Just wait till you're silver. I'm quivering with anticipation already. Brooke playfully slapped my loops like ass. Just cause the scene's over, don't start getting smart. She said, you're still my bitch. I rolled off of Gina and took my wife in my arms. Of course I am, darling, I said. Don't get cute. Never, I said, snuggling close to her. Never, ever. like to thank the following musical artists, Grapes. And a very special thanks go to Cleus Press and Violet Blue for bringing us Sweet Danger, erotic stories of forbidden desire for couples. If you want to see what Violet Blue is up to, go to cleuspress.com or tinynibbles.com, or you can search her name in Amazon and Audible. She can also be found in Twitter. Just search Violet Blue. Don't forget that Sweet Danger is now available. So if you want more sexy stories of forbidden desire, head on over to Audible, Amazon, or iTunes to get your copy. Just type in Sweet Danger, or you can find it by typing my name, Rose Caraway, or Violet Blue. All right, Lurid listeners, thanks so much for listening. See you soon. For Stupid Fish Productions, this is Rose Carraway.
stupid fish. And it might make you say, holy shit. <laughs> and it might even make you say, oh, my God. <laughs> And it might even make you say, holy crap. Hello sex is coming.